Yeah. I peeped that real, uh, It's alright. It's all it's all R and B. Like he rapping though, he's not singing, but it's pretty much an R and B tape, you know, R and B beats with dude James Worthy. He's singing all over it, not just doing hooks, but he got verses too. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's all love songs essentially or songs for songs for women at least. Songs for women? Why is it just women? Well, I mean I'm assuming that Gip is a straight man. That's what I mean. They're love songs or songs to women. Okay. What? What do you mean? What do you mean? What's the question for? I'm confused. I, I just didn't know that it had to be for all women. I didn't say it was for all women. I said it's for women. That's what he's. That's what he's making the music for. Or the, I mean, that's what the content of the music is for. Because it's about. All right, are we just going to get started? Yeah. All righty. So maybe EJ, maybe he won't come. I don't know. <laughs> but here we are. Tev, are you there? Oh, yeah, yeah, I am. No, I, thought the, I thought he was in the bathroom. All right. Nah, I agree. All right, we're going to go ahead and get started. You know what I'm saying? So welcome back. It is the Vibe Check uh, episode. What is this, 31? Yep. 31 holler you know what I'm saying let's go we we getting we almost coming up on that illustrious one year anniversary too you know what I'm saying wow. August. we are shout out August you know what I mean so dang shout up. out to the plug I mean we already three months into the year I was just thinking about that today. gosh that's fucking crazy like we just got out of Christmas and Christmas is nine months away <laughs> we just got out of Christmas and Christmas just got out of us yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, not not like that, you know. Not trying to cause no controversy, you know how that goes. <laughs> I I'm not a pauser anyway. I have never been on a pause life. I'm not from New York. Pause. No, okay. No pause. Play. Press play. Go go collect your two hundred dollars. Hey, you know what's crazy though? Uh, I was listening to that thing. I didn't know Goody Mom was buzzed. I mean, I didn't know they were either. That is I wonder, crazy. I wonder if they're like wearing like if they wearing a lot of red in their videos though. I, I can't remember. Yeah, I definitely can't remember. But I feel like CeeLo might have been wearing some red in that Get Up Get Out video. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Brother, you need to get up, get out, and get some. That's the yo. I'm gonna have to pump that album. It's a good gonna album. have to. That is gonna have to, man. Hey, well, let's get to the music, yo. Uh, let's get to it. I think last week was the best week of the year so far, in regards to releases. Um, yeah, I thought it was a solid week. Like, I all I listened to like eight projects or something like that. Um. And I thought most of them were all at least good. You know what I mean? I didn't think anything was the. I didn't think anything was super brutal, but the ninth wonder one dragged for me. I can say that. 
I didn't listen to that one. Plus, I was kind of disappointed, like, that the ninth joint was all, like, well, not all of it. Like, the way he's been doing his beat tapes, it seems like lately, is, like, he'll have, like, seven songs at the beginning. That's kind of, like, an EP on its own. And then he'll do, like, 20 beats after that. But then I realized when I was listening to this, I don't know if it's like that on all the other ones, but this one, he definitely had, like, old beats like beats that were already on projects so now i'm wondering if all those other track projects were beats essentially him releasing beats of his that he did on other people's projects i never caught it before but this time there was like at least three or four beats that i was familiar with so that's the only reason why i knew and if he didn't release some more projects i used to have ninth i used to have the ninth one to beat tapes there was like a whole four uh a four four disc set that i had bought off of eBay when I was in high school, and that's what I used to rap on. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's straight up. Hey, shit, he probably had to circle back and, you know, get his money. I mean, that's right, so. You know what I'm saying? Shit, now you, now you can get money everywhere with music. That's true, though. You might as well put it on the streaming shit anyway, for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Daylaw, speaking of streaming. Yeah, I still need to go peep. I need to go give them some streams, too, though. I've actually never really listened to Daylight. Like, I mean, I've I've heard three, uh, the stakes is high or whatever, and then what's the other mm-hmm. one? Th- uh, Shit, three down and uh, rising or something like that. I forget. I don't know the title. I've three, heard them. Yeah, three feet. Three feet, three down feet high and rising. Uh, three feet high and rising. Yeah, I've heard those before, but that was like a long time ago, and it definitely was at a time where I was like not really trying to listen to Daylight. At the time, so okay. I'd have to. I, I definitely want to go give them a spin now, and see how I feel, though. Yeah, I agree. I haven't listened to them. Well, I mean, I listened three three feet, but uh, I haven't really. I don't know. I was like a. Uh, I don't know. I forgot. What I was about to say, man. I drew a blank. <laughs> <laughs> I drew a fucking blank, bro. That is so crazy, See, man. Good thing I stopped smoking. Uh, you stopped <laughs> smoking? Uh, just for like a few weeks. But no, oh, no, nah, nah, here we go. I'm more of a uh, type quad quest type guy. Yeah, I like you know what I'm saying. Too, when it comes to uh, roots back then, but uh, yeah, the native roots. No, nah, yeah, Daylight dropped. Uh, it, it was a good like Masego. Yeah. Yeah, Masego's album. What you think of Masego's album? Oh man, I enjoyed it. Um, it it set the mood for me. I don't know, maybe because I was high, but uh, my wife and I were on our way to go see uh, Creed Three at a drive-in. Oh, we were dope. smoking. Oh, nice. I never been to a drive-in still. Hey man, it, it's it's cool if like people know the etiquette. Like, don't keep your fucking lights on. <laughs> yeah, you but said don't keep that. your lights on. Yeah, don't keep your like turn the lights off because it it messes up the you know the quality of the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh. Nah, man. So we was riding around, and I pressed play, and we hear black anime, and it just it set. It felt so right, just driving in the dark, and like you have these like uh, streets like lit up. And it felt right, and I really like we just played it on through until we got to uh, the drive-in, which was like a good twenty miles. And man, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, the album. What you what's your rating on it? What's your grade? Oof. On the spot, huh, Mike? What's your uh, you should have known he was coming with that. I give it a B. 
I give it a B. My initial grade was a C, I think, or a C plus. I'm, I'm raising mine to a B minus right now, though. I do fu- I fuck with it. I, I especially the eternal, eternal sunshine. That's my jam, man, for sure. But I like eternal, gonna- I like eternal sunshine. I like black anime as well. Uh, Af- Afraid of water, the one that's right after that, and then the one that's right after that one too. Yeah, Freighter Water is tough. I freak. What's the, what's the two after Damn. those ones? Down in the dumps and you play with my heart. Yeah, down in the dumps and you play with my heart. But you play with my heart is mad short, like only like a minute and twenty something seconds or something. But like, Shit. it's always those short songs though, man. Those ones be the ones that hit for me a lot of times, for real. That's that sampler. That's that Sounds Club sampler right there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh my bad, my bad. Costco sampler, can't throw the, can't throw the offs in there. My bad, bro. Nah, no, I'm good. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. You said Sam's Club, and I actually was thinking Sam Goody, <laughs> the, the actual record store. Wow. So that's what I was thinking when you were Throwback. saying that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I didn't even catch the like. The the ops being thrown in, on the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. you think of the uh? But since you mentioned brought up Creed three though, um, what you think of the uh Creed three soundtrack? Did you listen to that? I did. I did. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I really got to listen to it a few more times. I didn't really like the J Cole uh, montage or what it. What's the, the montage of Donis? Yeah, yeah, the montage. Yeah. I didn't. It. I don't know that. Uh, the beat was not. I don't know, man. I didn't like it. Uh, I, so far, I give it about a C. Give it about a C. C plus. Did you listen to that, Jess? Oh yeah, I did. What you think? Um, I love that "Talk to Me" song with Ari. I loved uh the in in the room was probably one of my favorites though. Uh, that track with Jid and Tira Wack. Oh yeah, that that was a good track. Um, and I mean, I thought it was solid for like as far as like a soundtrack goes. Um, I like. I would like. I would like to see how it actually translate with the movie. Um, and then I feel like I could really give it a grade. I'm gonna tell you right now, they're gonna put the montage in there. It's definitely in there. Okay. Well. Uh, you know what? I like the uh, the song with Buddy though. That was cool. I, I like that. Jack, I fuck with that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I like that song too though. Uh, the first cool. verse though on this album on that culture out the culture song who was I think it Mez. Yeah, that mm-hmm. verse is bananas, yo. I like that verse. That was the perfect way to start the album off, in my opinion. Oh yeah, and you know what? Shout out to Mez, but also Reason, man. Reason. Hey man, we talk about people that might be next in TDE. I think Reason might. He he could be up there, man. Ah uh, nah nah, you you ain't <laughs> next. Nah, you think he's next? Uh, he could be one of the few people. I th- I definitely think it's Dochi. Man, I'm still right. it's Dochi. Yeah, Dochi. Did y'all see Shit. that uh, freestyle that she did over "America's Got a Problem" by Beyonce? No, I got killed see it. it. Killed it. Need to see. I, it. Also, that's what people talk about. She should open up uh, for Beyonce. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I've been seeing that, but like the other, like literally, I think she posted it yesterday. 
Um, but she killed that shit. She killed it. And I'm like, this she would be great. Like she would be a the performance that she did for the women's uh women in music or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like that she's uh playing around with like some of the compositions of her songs and like not giving you the same performance every single time. Kind of like how Doja did with Say So because she fucking hated that song after yeah. a while and performing it so much. So, you know, Dochi's out here giving variety for uh, her songs, which what, I appreciate. What song did she flip? The Persuasive song? Or did she just... It was Persuasive, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Dochi. But yeah, I got, I got Dochi coming up next, though. And for me, the rest of artists from TDE... Uh, yeah, don't really care. Don't like, don't like Zakari. Don't, don't like Zakari. Reason mediocre at best to me. Rayvon, no. Why? Why not Rayvon? Because he joked too he, much. No, he's too Looney Tunes. You know what I'm saying? He sounds like he <laughs> belongs next to Bugs Bunny, fucking up Elmer Fudd's shit. Like, wow. <laughs> Like, don't, I'm not a Ray Vaughn fan. And I, and he opened up for Zay last year, too. So I even got the, sometimes, you know, it's like, if I see you live, that might change things, too. Like, no, it made me dislike him more when I saw him live, you know. I actually saw him, like, because he popped up, you know, he dropped his little EP last year or two years ago. It was two years ago, uh, 2021. He dropped that EP, and then he went, he went on L.A. Leakers, and he did that little freestyle. And that was like that was what was spreading around about him. And I watched it, and at first, like the clip you see on Instagram, okay, it's it's kind of fire, right? Yeah. But then, but then when you listen, you it's like a ten minute freestyle, and I just got bored. And I'm just like, yo, this dude is just all he is is animations. Like he just is very dramatic with his rapper hands you know what i'm saying essentially <laughs> like his rapper hands and his rapper face is a- exaggerated to the maximum capacity and i'm just not a fan not a fan so you're hating on a nigga's passion huh yeah <laughs> so, hey so how about zay you ain't- well zay yeah zay i mean obviously the original the ogs i like zay scissor J Rock, Schoolboy, Soul, like all of them, I still fuck with. But Dochi is the next one up to me. I don't think anybody's gonna. Obviously, Scissor's the biggest on the label right now, so I think yeah. it's it's obviously Scissor that's gonna ha- take over. But then Dochi's the next one to me, and maybe Zay though, because now Zay got the you know LGBTQ on the team. So yeah, and he's doing that European tour right now. Yeah, so I, I mean, I didn't see the clip, but I saw he posted like he said headshots like went up up out there. So I need to watch the video, but I just saw that the other day, or I think it was this morning actually. So, okay, Zay, go ahead. But I mean, I'm waiting for the next Zay album. Me I think too, that I, I still I'm I'm of the belief this next one gonna be the best one, especially man. since the tape drop. You know. Yep. The, the tape that he definitely didn't want to get leaked, but it got leaked. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think this one, this next album going to be fire. Oh, he's definitely going to be in his I'm free bag. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I can talk about anything now. And you know I, I, partially, I partially think that's part of the reason why it took him so long to, to, get, to get to the music. You know what I'm saying? That's like on top of he, he had an addiction thing, you know what I'm saying? But 
that that could all stem from the same situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh shit, EJ's here. So it's like I'm 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 stoked for Zay album, but yeah, everybody else, TDE, like even like Lance. I've I've been a fan of Lance, but Lance has dropped. This is technically his second album he just dropped last month or whatever month that was. Yeah, it was last month. His yeah. second album he just dropped, but he also dropped two other EPs since he's been on TDE. And it's just like, out of all that, I got like three or four songs that I like from you and you drop about 40 songs. Yeah, I feel like his shit is more like... It's just too alternative. like. It, and yeah, I mean, I was going to say that it feels like uh, you're writing for like a, a movie, an indie movie. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, his exactly. music sounds like. I agree. It could be it definitely could play play out scenes. Yeah. In a movie for sure. Be background, be background sounds for a movie. But right. As My nigga a musical composition. Hits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be a fucked up movie, too, if it's a 24. Oh, God. <laughs> God. Mine's gonna be all the way fucked after watching that movie. Shit. Man. Mr. pissed me off. What's up, EJ? What's good? What's good? Chilling, man. What up? Hey, we were talking about the Masego album. What's your what's your your final grade on it? You listen to it anymore? Yeah, man. I I give it a C minus. Hold on, what? You guys are heavy on the C's, young Crips. <laughs> C minus, why C minus? I raised it up. I raised mine up to a B minus. Nah, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I actually vibe. I actually went to the gym and listened to this. To like a, a, a double gym session. Did did a did a class and everything. Listen to it. Can't give it. Can't give it. Maybe a C, but I I think I was disappointed. I I was expecting more. Uh, don't get me wrong. Live, I'll I'll fuck with this live. Yeah, because I got a feeling he's not going to do a lot of singing live. It this is going to be for the music heads, like you know, actually getting into the groove and, and enjoying. Live instruments, even though he might have it on a, uh, like, uh, how he got that saxophone that can play a flute or a mm-hmm. trumpet, you know. He got like a pedal or some shit like that. I'm talking about. Uh, or maybe it's like a like a keyboard, like a yeah, synthesizer. I got you, I got you. But just to know that he changes and he plays all the instruments that way, you know, I really feel live. He's a good show, okay. but from what we got. I wasn't. I wasn't too. Well, we'll let you know, like. Yeah, I feel like it'll. De- like you were saying, it's gonna be a lot of opportunities for like a jam session. Not oh, really yeah. a lot of like, singing, but a lot of jamming. Have y'all heard of that group Marley in the Mix? I have not. Mm-mm. So they do covers. Okay. Okay. They, uh, they got two that I love. Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe and uh, uh, Power Trip. Both of them go hard, yeah. Both of them. They, I think they out of D.C. too because she be doing... Uh, she be doing uh, like go-go joints too. So I think they're from D.C. But definite, definitely something that, uh, you know, 
I, I I would hope they get into. Like I really thought they would do to Dow, but uh, I haven't heard them do anything in a while. What's the, what are they called? But, uh, Marley. Marley in the mix. Marley in the mix. All right. I definitely, uh, I definitely people. I want to hear that bitch don't kill my vibe. Especially after Jesse showed me the worst cover of all time of fucking Cushion Corinthians. Who? Who did it? Some white dude. <laughs> <laughs> Was he on an acoustic? Uh, Was he on an acoustic? Nah, I, I, I'll play a bit of it for you guys real quick. Oh, shit. This shit. Uh, it, it's like... It's literally the worst thing I've ever heard. Damn. <laughs> That's a strong ass statement. <laughs> and it's like one of his top songs too, by the way. Send that EJ was that in, during Black? Was that the last episode of Black History Month? Yeah, he just sent it Thursday. Was it just on Thursday? So, was that the first? The first was, was the on first. Thursday, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was the first, yeah. That's when he sent it. Ooh. No, he sent it Wednesday. We potted Wednesday, yeah. The, the, the first was Wednesday, the, the second was the, the listening day. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah. oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Second at midnight, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, Wow, so, yeah, that was disrespectful. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was. was really disrespectful. I that said, was crazy. I was like, "Yo," and that's a that's that's actually one of the one that's still one of the good songs off of Section Eighty to me. Like a some of Section Eighty didn't age well to me, in my opinion, but that one I feel like is still good. And I mean, BJ the Chicago Kid on there, like, come on, uh, BJ. But that, that man, dude. BJ slide on anything for real. For real, that's how hey. I even. Hey, I only found out about BJ because of Kendrick and them. He was featured on all their shit, their early shits. Hey. BJ's our dude. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, because he was in studio, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah, was he on was. studio. Yeah, but that yeah. the the section eighties before that. But yeah, he was on studio. Studio was dope too. Nice little uh, single. That was like the first. Like that was when I was like, oh man, Schoolboy Q about to change. But surprisingly, Schoolboy, Schoolboy Q, I mean, when you look at Oxymoron, you think about how where he was going, like Oxymoron, that album, he had all his like biggest songs and they were super like mainstreaming when you talk about studio 
Hell of a Night, uh, Man of the Year, and Collard Greens. Like, you know what I'm saying? A very commercial sound. And then you you listen to the albums after that. He really kind of reverted back to the street shit, essentially. He kind of, he I, like, I thought he was going to be way more poppy, but then he kind of dialed it back down. Nope. I'm so happy. I, 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 I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad about that, too. So Hey, you feel like that's where uh, Absol is going? Well, I don't I don't know if Absol is going to dial it back down, but I hope he does. <laughs> I hope he does. For God's sakes, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, school, but, but that's the thing, though. This is, like, I get it. I get it. So want to be commercial and get blah, blah, blah. You know, get the riches, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? Like, everybody can't be Jay-Z. Somebody got to be Lupe. You know what I mean? Like Lupe, everybody, everybody respect Lupe as one of those lyricists, but he tried, he tried to go commercial. Granted, he said it was because of label pressures, but that Lasers album gets shitted on almost every time Lupe is brought up. You know what I'm saying? And people like that he went furthest away from that. Even now, his shit is super. It's so uncommercial now. He went all like even compared to like Food and Liquor. You know what I'm saying? He strayed so far away from that sound. But I like I just think that's where his soul's laying is. He's not that type of rapper. Even when he you even if you listen to Herbert to me, it doesn't even give off a like he wanna get rich and be commercial, but that's not a get rich and be commercial album. Even just from the sound of music, rap music. Honestly, man, seeing how uh, he be taking pictures on Instagram and posting all the time, it's like but he posted kind of crazy. like he thirsty. You yeah, know what facts, I mean? Facts. Facts. But I but, mean, hey, man, get your bread, though, because, you know, Lupe, Lupe got some money. Abso, he closes to, he closes to us regular folk. You know what I'm saying? I mean, true. Like, Lupe got money because food and liquor was, it was huge. And, and the cool. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, Ab, go ahead, do your thing, but come back to, uh, Come back to Earth. I just Mike need you. I know. Real hip hop is back. Where you said what? Real hip hop is back. I just want that Soul Brother number two <coughs> back. You know what I'm saying? Soul nice. Brother number two. Here to take a number two or any number two. That's whoever after me. Shit, man. Did uh? Did y'all listen? Y'all listen to Thirty Eight Special? Uh, I I hear him when he rap with um Che Noir. Oh shit! Uh, I think Che Noir got album out too. Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. I hear like I only hear him on those Trump songs. You know, maybe when he's on anybody else that's in that Griselda click when he whatever he features. But personally, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if he's my. Oh yeah, she did drop an album on the third. Now or never, nor, nor or never. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh no, the hell you did not. Oh okay, okay, uh, okay. With, this, with uh, Big Ghost Ltd. I don't know if I, I don't really like his beats that much to be honest. Who? Big Ghost, because he did Conway. Conway got two albums with that gut. With that dude. Big Ghost. Yeah. Man, I the thing. I don't really. Uh, I like I enjoy all like the Griselda albums, but I wish it would change up like production just a little bit. Like let's see let's see how you sound on some different shit. I mean, but it's 
they're catering to their audience. I, I, I can respect that because that's what their audience wants to hear. You know what I'm saying? It's the same. Like, I would say it's the same thing. Like, people say the same thing about Pusha T. You know, Pusha mm-hmm. T don't do nothing but rap about Coke. Why don't he ever switch it up? Blah, blah, blah. But that's what he trying to do. He trying to be the best Coke rapper. He don't want to be. He, he that's, that's his lane. He want to stick to his lane. And that's what all his fans want to hear him do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, they want to hear him talk about Coke all the time in the different ways he could flip. He could flip Coke metaphors. Speaking of Coke rappers, what you think? Uh, there's a, I guess Lil, Lil Wayne was talking about Jay-Z. Mm. Mm. Let's talk about he said Jay-Z not the GOAT. He said he, when it comes to all-time rap, he's better than Jay-Z. No. I, I'm with you. I, I don't agree. But, shit, I got into, like, five different conversations <laughs> with little niggas on Twitter. I saw him. <laughs> I didn't see him. Let me, let me, what, what, give me, give me, like, a synopsis. So, pretty much, <clears throat> they say, like, well, one, one, oh, shit, hold on. Hold on, my bad. Yo, my bad too, man. If y'all hear anything on this on this playback, my neighbor is getting down yeah, upstairs. She yo. jamming. Yeah, she jamming. She probably. I feel like it's a little a little revenge too on me jamming earlier. I thought you was talking about she was getting done in for a second. I mean, that could be it though. The music is loud. It's a dope music though. What is this song right now, Jess? It's an older joint. Maria, Maria, Maria. The uh, of Carlos oh. Santana song. <laughs> There's a there's a older uh, Mexican woman that works at Costco. I always I always sing this to her when I say what's up to her. I be like, I said, Maria, does everybody do this to you? She said, Yeah. All right. I said, Okay. I well, actually, I don't do it anymore. But before I was singing it to her all the time, and she told me everybody does that. I was like, Okay, I'm not gonna do it no more. I bet that's annoying. <laughs> Shit. Hold on. What what are we waiting for? What is Tap about to do? Tev spilled his drink, y'all. He said, hold on. Oh, oh no. No, we have this vaporizer. Tevin asked me into everything. But, uh... He's supposed to be in everything. Man, it's nonstop. When I had these girls, they were chilling. This nigga, he off the chain. But, uh, nah. So, like, uh, one kid was, was saying that, uh, he doesn't like old school rap, so he doesn't listen to Jay-Z. And Lil Wayne's far better. So I, I I forgot what I wrote back to him. Then one other kid said that uh, he's seen Little Wayne perform and he's gonna die on the hill that he's the best. I said okay. I was like, Did I miss it? What were you saying? Not listening. And I asked him. I was like, okay, what makes Wayne better? Is it the easy ass metaphors that you can understand and shit like that? He's like, well, if you want to talk about metaphors, one example he gave, he was like. Wayne, well, the only thing I can think of Jay-Z is I got 99 problems. What? And then he's like, well, Wayne, Wayne said he got 10 bathrooms. He could shit all day. And G's moving sign like lasagna. What's the what's the metaphor in 99 problems? I don't get that. That's the thing. I told him, I was like, look, bro, you need to listen to more Jay-Z. 
He said, I don't know any Jay-Z metaphors off the top of my head, but 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. That's not a metaphor. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, it's, it's, the younger, it's the younger kids. And when you think about it, what the young kids listen to, Lil Wayne opened the door. Well, this is the thing. I don't, I get it. I get it. Everybody got their own opinions, right? I just hate, this is why I debate people, because I feel like some people come with stupid-ass opinions about why they don't like somebody. Like, for instance, my old one of my old roommates, his girlfriend at the time, we were listening to Kendrick. Kendrick came on, and she said, yo, I hate Kendrick. I like J. Cole more. I said, okay, that's cool. Why? And her reasoning for not liking Kendrick is, Kendrick, he 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 faking like he a gangbanger. He don't really live that life, but he rap like he a gangster. I mean, he's so hard, blah, blah, blah. What? Do you even listen to Kendrick? Because that's not at all what he fucking raps about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. like, and that's how I feel like with this Jay-Z argument. You talk about weighing metaphors, but you don't even, you, for whatever reason, you say you don't know a Jay metaphor. Okay, that's Well, cool. they don't even know what metaphors are. But that's true, too. <laughs> Like, so how can they can't even know what a meta what the metaphor is if you don't know what the fucking meaning of the word is? Facts, facts. But not nah, like like Wayne. I say this. I saw somebody say Wayne can't be the goat when he got J lyrics tatted on him. But I mean, I feel like that could be a respect thing, whatever. But right. also, I feel like Jay he hasn't had a fall a fall off as big as Wayne has. Like exactly. Wayne has. Like he really like he's he's kind of picking up some steam right now, more so to me on the features though his albums really haven't hit for a long time still to me, but even to us even even to other Wayne fans I feel like that's the case because he used to be he used to be the Drake before Drake you know what I mean yeah and he had a huge fall off Jay Z last album still went number one Thanks. you know what I'm saying man. And that's the one with, I, that's the one that he did with Jay Electronica, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jay, Jay cheated on that one. The king the king <laughs> of the collab albums. Man. Nah, and like also just like with Wayne, man, I feel like a, a lot a lot of it is to him like dropping so much music too, man. He's he really, I feel like, kind of ran out of stuff to rap about. Or like yeah, even had too much. his metaphors, you know what I'm saying? Facts. I th- I I I back then I wasn't listening. Like for me, Peak Wayne is the Carter one and the Carter two. That's the that's the best See? Wayne to me. And that's what and like actual Wayne fans will probably say some shit like that. Carter two is that's that's really my cutoff. Carter three, I was like, it's cool. I barely but I like, don't really like when, anything on the Carter three, yo. Shit, man. I like uh, the song they got with uh, it's him, Fabulous, and Joel's. I don't even remember that, that song. Hey, Wayne went off on that last verse, but that that's probably about the only song I really go hard on. But yeah, Carter one, Carter two. That's my shit. Facts, man. Both those albums is fire. But oh, I yeah, mean, but- Wayne ain't got nothing that touching Blueprint, in my opinion. Uh, hey, I seen a, a comparison in uh, one of the comments. Lil Wayne was like, "Damn, they're taking the same pictures as Jay Z for his uh, for his albums." Uh, volume one, uh, with Hove, Lil Wayne copied on Carter one. Uh, I think it's Volume one when he has a 
like the right over left or whatever of uh, hands. Or is that uh, no, I think that's uh the one you're talking about is volume three with this hands. Volume three. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! My bad, my bad. You're you're right. It's volume one. It's volume one. With your volume one. I get what you're saying. And then like Carter one, same pose. See, I'm looking at it right now. Ah, oh, I see. I then you see, see Carter two with the whip, the whip, and two. That's uh, he's copying volume two. He has a whip in volume two, but it's yeah. He's sitting on it differently, but still got the whip though. Carter three is just his face, but Jay Z's not. It's not Jay Z's face on the Carter three, but Jay is on the front of Carter three. But I wonder if it could be what's Dynasty. And then what's funny though, the lyrics that uh, what's the name have uh, Wayne has on his face is a song on Volume One. That he copied the cover with. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but nah, like Wayne is great. You know, I'm never gonna take that away from him because I I loved Wayne at one point. I didn't think it I didn't think anybody could be bigger than him than Drake came along. I mean true. I agree. I, shit, man. He was damn near like you guys. I'm pretty sure racist white people love Lil Wayne. Yeah, I mean for you real though. Like that's the thing. I I say that white people. There's two. There's two people that got white people into rap, and that's Eminem and Lil Wayne. Those are the two big factors. Eminem brought all the white fans in for real, and then Lil Wayne basically kept them here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I remember I used to just when I was in college. That's that's when Lil Wayne really started doing like when he was, you know, on his whole mixtape hustle, like dropping something every week. He was on every he was uh, on the charts every month because he was featured on somebody's single, everybody's single during that time. And every time I went to a party or I met somebody who wanted to talk to me about a white dude who wanted to talk to me about rap music, they always rap some Lil Wayne shit to me all the fucking time. Hey, hey you know, what's crazy. <laughs> You say Lil Wayne kept all the white, all the white fans here. Mm-hmm. Now think about all the like Lil Wayne kids that are rappers like they Playboy, like Young Thug. All the white people fucking loved them. Yeah, Lil but Wayne also, is a gateway drug. Not and not just the Wayne, <laughs> but it, I mean, while I agree with that too, because of the Wayne aspect, but the white people, this is the thing they like. They love the more ignorant shit. I feel like they like the more ignorant stuff more than the black people do. Like, as far as, like, the street music is, you know what I'm saying? Like, because when you talk about, like, uh, what's that, OG, OT Genesis, but I'm, I'm in love with the Coco. Mm-hmm. That, when that shit was popping, I, I used to, like, the bars, all the white, that song will come on at the bar when white folks go up on that shit. Oh, you already know why, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, yo. They they fucking they like the more ignorant music. I mean, granted, I mean they like Kendrick too, but it's you know there's a reason why the streets are selling. You know what I'm saying? Like white people are the biggest consumer of of uh, hip hop music right now. Yeah, you know so. Um, it's just like. 
like uh, it's their VR of being black. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You think um, there's gonna be a time where they just take it from us? Nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? Nah, cause the cause we're always gonna struggle, and I feel like the more while we're struggling, we're gonna keep evolving rap and like other means of art. So I don't think they could take that away from us, cause we're gonna always struggle. We're always gonna have some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So white people, they can they can still struggle, but it's not as deep as uh, as ours yeah, they can only yeah. rap our like when when some of these rappers like rap that like gangster shit some of them don't really do it they need something to like inspire them to rap so even if like we got more you know rapper white rappers we're still like the what like i said the muse yeah you know what i'm saying so we can't lose anything if we're the inspiration that's true that's true. That's a good way to put it. We can lose a lot. Like what? Even if we're, it doesn't. It doesn't take much to. Hold to on, you're switch. like further away from your mic or something. It's, it it doesn't take much to switch. You know what I'm saying? We might think we got stuff on lock, but uh, all it takes is a social media post. Look at look at Machine Gun Kelly. Dude was a straight punk rock. Out the blue, switch over, become a rapper, and now he dissing Eminem and he gets a fan base. I don't think we have what we have because money talks. And if money backs something, the shit gonna pop off, regardless. If they put enough money and influence into anything, then uh it'll be just like the Chitlin circuit. You know what I'm saying? We would low key be dominant in our in our neighborhoods in our areas. We would, we would have everything that we want, but whatever is being pushed mainstream will always be pushed mainstream. Whatever they allow to be pushed mainstream wise. Yeah, I agree. So uh, I mean, I'm I'm not saying I I think we should just start <laughs> capitalizing on whatever whatever they can do. Like if you could capitalize on it, I used to hate mumble rappers. I used same. to. I, I still don't listen to them. Yeah, same. But I used to hate them to the point to where I didn't even care to listen to them. Now, I don't listen to them, but I'd be like, yo, do you. I mean, if this the way for you to get some some food on your table, yo, then do you. I, I can't support it. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> I agree. I, I just can't. I mean, because of this pod, a lot of artists get support from me that I don't want to support. <laughs> I agree with a that, lot. too. I agree. Um, hey, I agree with that too. A lot. So, I mean, it, it, it's just ridiculous. So, when you think about, do you think that they could take over? It, it has nothing to do with us. Like I've seen some, uh, like Instagram videos of, uh, so not so quote unquote white rappers that is low key trash with a fire ass beat that got the crowd rocking. On Instagram, mm-hmm. next thing you know, they're they're on a radio station in their hometown. Then you know, next thing you know, it, that hometown has small hometowns, and they just branching off. And because they, you know, because they're not uh, national, you know what I'm saying? I should say, uh, the money goes a long way. 
because they're not putting out flyers and radio ads and blah blah blah. Like Asher Ross, trash. Asher Ross is trash, yo. Did I fuck with that song? Uh, what what was the college song that he had? Yeah, um, <laughs> the it. I love uh, college. I love college. Yeah. I love oh, college, okay, yeah. yeah. Instant classic. I fucked with that, and then he came out with the album something like what <laughs> bread, bread something. What was that shit called? Hold on, let me look. Let me look. Hold on. Super low key. Don't look at it. Super low key garbage. <laughs> high key. My bad. Super, Super high key garbage, y'all. <laughs> Disappointment. I fucked with the college song because it was a vibe. And could you imagine all the asleep in the bread aisle? Huh? Asleep in the bread aisle. There we go. I knew it had something to do with bread because it was fucking trash. <laughs> he couldn't even he couldn't oh, even name it Hawaiian sweet like rolls. At least I would have fucked with it more if he said Hawaiian nah, sweet nah, rolls. We're not you know gonna disrespect saying? bread like that though. Come on, son. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> what I said. Hawaiian sweet rolls, you know what I'm saying? Right, it, it, it's just that that song put him on a map, and then next thing you know, when his album dropped, it was like, is this the same guy? So you bought an album for one song. But could you imagine all the PWIs that played that one song? About oh, five yeah. times that night. Facts. Hell yeah. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 the movement. And you don't necessarily have to have a fire album with them. You just need to have a song that they can get drunk to and they can get high to. Yep. That's true. That's it. Straight up. So if you're talking about do you ever think that they could take it from us, you got damn right. I mean, but that's just the, the attention span is so small though. That's what I'm saying. But we're 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 doing listenings in detail and going into depth on on albums. If we didn't if we didn't do that technically, I'm just saying me technically, we we probably will fuck with something even more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you don't listen to Tink. Let's just say Tink for example. Y'all don't fuck with Tink like I fuck with Tink. But if you can hear one song from Tink, you be like, damn, that shit is hot. But when you hear the whole album, you be like, okay, I don't fuck with it. It doesn't take that. To push a movement. You know what I'm saying? She can have 10 albums. She got 10 albums that's 10 songs that you can fuck with that you can actually enjoy her music. Mm-hmm. So, can they take it away? You got damn right. Now, when you know? he, my, my bad, EJ. My bad. What were you saying? No, I'm done. Now, I'm done. Oh, for sure. Now, when you say take it away, though, what, what do you mean exactly, though, Mike? Well, you guys are both talking about from um the artist perspective i'm assuming right i mean that's where ej's perspective is coming from at least no i'm uh, talking about mine is from a cultural perspective yeah okay yeah like, yeah yeah could, yeah, yeah, they, yeah could they take it from us is what and I that's kind of actually where i was going to though but also i'm just talking about i was also just mainly heavily speaking from the regard that the fandom the fan base is mostly white now is it going to flush, like, will, it, will black people get to a point where we feel like we're tired of the uh, appropriation to where we just don't want to do it anymore? You know, like, for instance, I think of Young Jock, and he had the song, he had the Mimi and the Jack, and then he had the dance, and then Tom yeah. Cruise did it, and then everybody said, we can't do it no more. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Is it going to get to that point now where we feel like, yo, White people are loving it way too much. It's being appropriated way too much, you know, on the TikToks, you know, with the, the, the clothing they wear, and then them also participating in the art form. Are we going to get tired and just move on to something else? I mean, maybe, but it's just a different time. The thing is, white people didn't just now start 
white people didn't just now start um supporting like are listening to rap music like white people have been statistically as far as like record sales go they've bought the most in volume as far as like hip-hop goes now we live in a different place it's the same thing like with police officers fucking beating up niggas like we've always known that shit has happened but now the technology allows you to walk around with you know a camera in your hand all day so you're exposed to that more so now i feel like we're starting to be exposed more to like white white people appropriating this shit whenever it's something that's always going on it's just the technology is different now okay i can agree i can agree with that yeah yeah i don't my bad ej no you good you good well yeah man i I feel like i feel like we'll evolve you know what i'm saying we've always been like a good group of like people to know what to do next we never been stuck in one place but like also like from a a culture like from a culture i don't feel like they'll take it from us because a lot of a lot there's a lot of elements with hip-hop though like you gotta think about the optics too you know what i'm saying we're a lot of people ain't gonna look at a white guy trying to dress like playboy cardi and niggas gonna love it no it's not gonna hit we aren't gonna love it but that's what i'm saying if white people are participating in it more and they're they're enjoying it more they are going to be the ones that are going to be the tastemakers, quote unquote. You know, going back to this Masego album, who the tastemakers of the culture, they're going to be the tastemakers of the culture. So they will dictate what it is. White people love other white people in black spaces. That's why all the white TikTokers who do the black dances, that's why they're the ones that blow up. So that's, so that's why I'm really kind of like, I'm. I'm pulling it all into that that whole that's factoring all that stuff into it. Yeah, so that's what I was uh, okay, so now that you say that what I was getting to is uh if 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 they reallocate the money what what would keep us hungry into making it into the industry? I'm if, saying if they reallocate if they reallocate the money to the machine good Kellys and the the M&Ms and the Asher Roth and what if what if violence don't sell no more? What if just what what they the agenda because that's the only thing that's selling right now, killing, uh, taking lean, sipping lean, toxicness, and, uh, and perks. Well, and toxicness when you talk about from the singing well, perspective and, and toxicness, but that's but that's that's still R and B. Well, Back even day, well even Drake, I feel like Drake and Future they pro- they promote a brand of like toxicity essentially. Yeah, but I'm saying, but toxic in in our music always been uh like a focal point if you go back to the temptations one or, or betty Wright, any any song it's either about making love or you know getting cheated on or, or sleeping around with uh you know somebody who you shouldn't be sleeping with that was our music that was the motown sound that was the agenda they was they was pushing like this disrupting the family home but if they reallocate the money and that's not what putting uh, food on our tables no more. That's not the American. That's not. That's not the black man's dream no more. It's trying to push uh, that agenda. Same way with sports. If they reallocate the money and not even actually going after talent no more, and put a bunch of Gordon Haywards and Chandley Parsons and Jason Williams in the lead, if they reallocate the money, what would we do? Will we continue to try to strive for that, or will we do something else? I was saying we would do something else. 
to switch it up. I, I, but you brought up an interesting, interesting uh, yeah. thought, though, with the, um, like, a lot of the music, even back then, when it wasn't about love or making love, then it was like you were cheating or cheating, cheating. cheating on. And then you, 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 we talk about the correlation of violence in music now versus violence in real life. Nobody, we don't really speak about the correlation of adultery and music versus adultery in real life and how that could have impacted. Like you're hearing a lot of music talk about, you know, having these emotions or feelings for people that you shouldn't have these forbidden love tales and then how that compares to how much the 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 cheating numbers might have increased or you know whatever the numbers were to begin with i never thought about that uh it's yeah, man it's it, it's it's just like it's it's just a deep that's a deep deep concept yeah. and and to be honest uh it's the long game the long game, you know, it, it, it just switched that fast. Yeah. I, I I hate to say it, man. Us as a culture, we're looking for the right now fix. Where other where that culture or those that set of people, they're playing the long game. The the long game is 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 chestnut checkers, man. And it's just crazy that uh once we get a little bit. Some people get a lot just to steer us away from not uh, trying to pursue the true American dream, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's clearly what's going on. But was what was the agenda? Like you said, the, it, I don't care what nobody say, man. I'm big on the agenda thing or everything that goes around us. I mean, At everything first, is was, an agenda. I believe that. Yeah, back in the day, uh, it was it was. Both parents, the the mother, the mom stayed two home. Picket, the dad uh, was out there yeah, working. Two two, mm-hmm. uh, two children, white picket fence shit. Right, that was the agenda. That was the goal. But mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, it was, hey, I'm 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 a, I'm gonna smash your old lady, and leave my old lady, and we're gonna do this. Then it was leaving the mother with the kids by themselves, and then that type of stuff, and then. That's that it was it was like not only was they was crack and all that stuff introduced into the communities, now you got the music business promoting separating or cheating. Mm-hmm. So now you got a double avenue that like you know what I'm saying? Even our our music, you can look at Usher, confessions. Mm-hmm. That was being played while you were slow dancing and grinding on somebody trying to smash. But yet he's talking about you know he fucking around got another baby but that was the that was one of the songs for love making at the time mm-hmm. so it was like the agenda that was being pushed to like separate the homes and that type of stuff so i i mean every everybody got an agenda and i just feel that that was that our music right now is an agenda base like dirty sprite is still one of the best songs ever yo like still I actually never Future, heard it. Future got one of the best songs right now. He trash. I never heard it. Well, not trash. I won't say he's trash. But oh, you say you it. it's okay. No, nah, I won't say he trash. <laughs> but it's, it's 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 catchy. It's movie. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, once once you peel that onion back, you be like, man, this is fucked up. 
Yeah, that shit, like, thinking about it now, like, feelings, like, aside, shit's low-key alarming. Mm. Ain't nothing low-key about that shit, yeah. That's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? That shit is dead. <laughs> that, shit, <laughs> that shit alarming, man. That shit hella alarming. Man, they, I don't know. That's, yeah. Think about, think about Texas. Think about that. Like, Kirk O'Banes came out with a song promoting uh, fucking lean. We know how dangerous lean is. Nigga came out with a whole video. They even created slurp cups. What What is they called, Jess? Ain't this called like slurp cups? Double cups? Yeah, the ones where it's the styrofoam that you put the lean and the Jolly yeah, Ranchers double in. double cups, yeah. Like, they came out with <laughs> fucking... Uh, Oh, merchandise they, for the shit. They got a and custom cup made for it already. You don't have to double cup yourself. They already come double cupped. No, I, I mean people was people was drawing on the goddamn styrofoam cups. Oh, okay, okay. But this but this is what they pushed. You know, Kirk Bangs came out with that track, and it was popular. I mean, Lil Not Wayne, he that, had me and my drink. Like yeah. it, it's. It's just crazy, man. It's it's just crazy what they're allowed to be pushed in, and, what they and then out. how illegal it is. Because then once you know what lean is, now everybody's on it. Hollow the Don is on it. You know what I'm saying? Touching all avenues. Like it, it's just crazy to me what what's being allowed that's illegal to 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 try to make popular, but yet it's that's what's criminalizing our communities. Which is why these record labels should get charged too, in these Ricos. Oh yeah, well, um, yeah, that shit is never happening. I know, I know, it's never happening. But we want to talk about the facts. Shit, them niggas want the money. You know, insurance. Shit, I know that's the other thing too, though. They definitely get insurance. That's why it's like, hey, there's a theory. There's a theory about the this conspiracy out there that essentially, Empire. you said what? Talk about Empire. What's Empire? No, 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 no. Well, okay. not Empire, but I'm just saying record labels in general that they um that they're basically in bed with the feds, essentially. Like, you know, they go out, they they get the street dudes, you know what I'm saying? They make some dollars off of them. They tell the feds their locations and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? They they the feds get a couple get a couple pictures. For eight years, build up a case, come and get you young thug, you know what I mean? Whatever. And then the labels, you know what I'm saying? In a, a Nipsey type of situation, RIP, they get insurance from your death. They got a life insurance policy out on you. You know what I'm saying? And then if you go to jail, I mean, they still made some, you know, however many millions off of you too. And then they still own your rights in case you are able to get out or whatever. I wonder if you're a rapper and you don't fulfill your obligations, do the record label sue you while you're in jail? Maybe. I think Ooh. they do. Yeah. I think like, they that's it. It. Could, could you imagine they'd be like, yo, we done with him? Hey, we about to put these birds in his car. <laughs> Go ahead and pull him over. Get him. We're going to sue the shit out of him while he's in, in jail. So the money that he think that he's making... We're just gonna keep, yeah. You know, instead of me, instead of us feeding his family or giving him his portion so his family can eat, he owe us that joint, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they do do that for sure. That's wild if they do, yeah. 
That's I why I wouldn't put it past the label. Yeah, but it's life insurance is a money scheme. Like, hey, for everybody who's listening, you can create a life insurance policy on yourself and use that money right now. I'm still learning, not trying to put it out there. So if you listening, <laughs> do your research. I'm still learning. But once I figure this shit out, yo, I'm gonna put a billion dollar life insurance policy <laughs> on my ass. And I'm taking out 10 million of that motherfucker right now. Oh, thank God. I, you know, I don't care how much you know the cost. Dollars. But if sure I can put a billion dollars on me, life insurance, and I can take out 10 million right now, shit. And then file bankruptcy. I know I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning this bankruptcy shit. If I got 10 million, I'm filing bankruptcy. Hey, edit this out, Mike. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm putting don't that be... out there. I'm putting that in the airways, yeah. You <laughs> putting that in the airway. If right. I ever figure this shit out, yeah, and a goddamn helicopter land on top of got that goddamn house in Colorado, Mike, you'll know EJ succeeded, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I ever figure this shit out. I'm gonna, land, I'm gonna land right, right in that goddamn playground in the backyard, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! All right, I want to leave y'all with this before we get into these vibes of the week, man. The best-selling sure. rap albums of all time, top twenty. Hold on, wait, 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 wait! Before we go there, before we go there, I mean, let me go back to this Wayne and Jay Z thing, yeah. Okay. The way I feel about it. Jay-Z stayed, I mean, Wayne stayed relevant to a certain point. And by him not even dropping, but by him staying into that skateboard culture, that still propelled him to where the people who were skateboarding carried Wayne's music. I mean, when Jay-Z was dropping albums, we was we was highly anticipated. When Jay Jay-Z dropped Kingdom Come. I don't know how y'all felt about it. I was anticipating it. I didn't like it, but I was I was on the I was like waiting for it for sure. Right. We're on the cusp, but when we got it, we was like, nigga. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this. I, I I the way I felt about uh Jay-Z Kingdom Come is how I felt about Drake's honestly never mind. <laughs> highly high, when I found out he was dropping, highly anticipated. For a matter of fact, I was deployed. When Jay Z dropped that joint, but that's how I felt. Highly anticipated. I thought I was going to have something that was going to carry me through the deployment, and then what I got, I was like, hell no. Nah. Luckily, Jay Dilla dropped. Didn't Dilla drop the same day as Kingdom Come? Um, I want to say yeah, yo. Did he? I thought yeah. I thought JD might have passed before. Um... No, no, no. It was the album. I think he died, and that was the album that came out after he died. Let me see when Kingdom Come came out, though, real quick. But you can keep going. Kingdom Come came out in uh, Jaden Wasn't Born. 06, going into 07. 07. Yeah, so it was before. Let me see, though. I'm looking it up. What, so January 07? Nah, it had to be 06, yo. No, I think it was a, I think it was a, uh, yeah, you're right, though. It was 06. Right, so November right, right. 20, so I want to say October, 21. November 06. Yeah, November 2106. And Dilla dropped the album. I think that was the album that he died. He died in 2006 in February, though. So he, he wasn't alive then. But 
no, no, no. But he dropped the album. A posthumous album. Let's see. I want to say it had to be around the same time. September, October, November. The Shining. It was December. No, that wasn't it. Um, I'm not seeing anything in 2006 that, like, all the both the, the albums that he dropped in 2006 came out in February. Nah, because I was downrange. That's how I remember. And then he dropped. Yeah, I'm seeing. All I'm seeing is February stuff. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, 2006 for Dylan. Not donuts. Donuts. Yeah, that was in February though. J- that Jay Z album came out in November. So you said it was around the same time. Both the, the he dropped two projects in in 2006, and they both came out mm, in February. Maybe the donuts joint I heard. Maybe I heard that while I was down right. He said, "Shit, this new Jay Dilla hard." <laughs> nine months early. Nine, nine months late. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to look at the charts. He walk around. Hey, y'all heard that new Jay Dilla? <laughs> nigga, that dropped earlier this year, bro. Yeah. Nah, nigga, this shit came out today. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, almost, I'm almost positive it was this donut. <laughs> Donuts came February 7th, though. That was on his birthday, I believe. Yeah, on his 32nd birthday. Oh, hey, dude. you know Kingdom Come was like mid. It was still Jay Z's. It was still number one. Yeah, because it was highly anticipated. See, you got to remember back then there was no streaming, so niggas was standing in line still to By, get the oh yeah the record store. Yeah, so that's. I was at the PX waiting on that bitch. So let's get back into this. So I got two lists for you guys: the best-selling albums of all time and the best, the most streamed albums of all time. So best-selling albums of all time, though: Eminem Show, twelve million; All Eyes on Me, eleven million; Life After Death, eleven million; Speaker Box and the Love Below, eleven million; Marshall Mathers LP, eleven million; License to Ill, ten million. So you got. Three white rapper albums in the top 10 right there. Please Hammer Don't Hurt Them, 10 million. Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, 10 million. Country Grammar, 10 million. Big Willie Style, let's get it, 9 million. (laughs) (laughs) Get get Rich or Die Trying, 9 million. Recovery, 8 million. The Score, 7 million. Nellyville, 7 million. Ready to Die, 6 million. Chronic 2001, 6 million. The Massacre, 6 million. The Carter Three, six million. Take care, six million. And views, six million. Any surprises? And you know what I noticed when you was li- when you was labeling that list. Once it started getting past the ten millions, it got to single digits. That was when niggas started bootlegging. That was when the internet was popping. Well, Man, speaking about these, love below. Well, who's buying these about. Eminem albums? I want to fucking know. Yeah, when, hey, I hate to say it. When Eminem dropped, when Slim Shady dropped, yo, that was on. That was BET number one for like the whole fucking year. I mean, Eminem, Eminem has some number ones though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the whole stand shit. Yeah, and stand Austin for sure. It, it, even when he he was the first like when he came out with uh that I'm Slim Shady 
And uh, I don't know what award show it was. That was the MTV uh, MTV Awards. When he brought out all the people with the blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. That was a hit. That white boy going with the blonde hair joint. You know what I'm saying? That was that was a hit at that time. There was actually a kid at my high at my middle school um who looked exactly like Eminem. Like that's what that's what his whole steez was, was trying to look like Eminem for real. Horrible. So yeah, there was there was some M stands out there. What's the streams looking like? The streams. What? The streams. Well, hold on real quick. First of all, I'm definitely surp- I was surprised by Lauren Hill and Will why? Smith. You said why? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I guess she, I mean, she did kill the Grammys. I, I mean, just just being this high in the top 10, I don't know. It, just, it was just surprising to me. Lauren Hill, what, what Lauren Hill was different. That's why, that's why when she got sued by those guys, because remember, it was Lauren Hill was uh, depicted as she wrote everything. Yeah, she, she produced, produced the whole thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So Which I don't know why you gotta, she did that. that. Like that played a big factor. Yeah, I don't care what nobody say. That played a huge. I agree with that. I agree with that. In, in that album, yeah. And Wait, so that's that's why when the the story broke and it was like you know, three other people helping her, like I think that's what made it a big a big deal. But those guys could have did it a different way, man. That I, I I mean I understand you wanted to get your notoriety of of uh that project, but they could have did it another way. Like and it wasn't like she didn't bless him paper wise. That's the I, I don't know if that was the issue, but she blessed him. They wasn't worried about not getting paid. They was worried about not having their names on the credits. I think she was take she was giving herself too much respect. I'd probably yeah, be mad I mean, about it too. To me, these days, you a hating ass nigga if you do that. You can't tell me that was hate. That wasn't hate, yeah. I know I agree though it is some hate though but like she paid you she blessed you thank you I mean I understand that you probably not getting the royalties but if you could imagine you know nowadays people just pay for for you to write the the penmanship right now you don't you don't even need credits you just you know you're getting paid for the penmanship but I think that's a, damn, but, but Miller was Drake's whole style yeah, but I think, well, Quentin Miller actually, that actually, he wasn't, he didn't, because based on his interviews, he didn't go into it with the knowledge of being a ghostwriter. But I think some of these people, they know they're go, they're going to be ghostwriters. Right. So, the so, so they definitely knew they was ghostwriters. They definitely knew. There was, they, it wasn't like they were going to be singing these tracks. Now, the, now the other question is, though, is there was their paperwork, though? Like, so even if she paid them, the paperwork also matters that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm not signed as a go, I don't know. I don't know the. No, that's why they, that's why them guys didn't have a legal issue because there was no paperwork. They was just exposing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It, this didn't go to court for copyright. This was just name defamation and expose and exposition. Yeah, they they pretty much just wanted to expose her because she she it, it blew up bigger than what they thought. They, I mean, in in that sense, nigga, you manage your, yourself wrong. You grown ass men. It was what three of them, three grown ass men couldn't figure this shit out. Mm. 
but what did you do? You killed a whole icon. Yeah. A whole icon, yeah. We could have had about goddamn eight, at least eight Lauren Hill platinum albums right now. And and mind you, if she if you helped her with the first album, you think she wasn't gonna come back to you for the second album? You damaged right. yourself. Well, I mean, they damaged her too because she didn't really she didn't do anything after that. Exactly. But, but wait, also the but other, hold up. But also the I won't say shit. that. The industry shit too though. Yeah, but she, like she could things. she could do a show right now and get paid. Niggas gonna go. I mean, p- true, but people are also tired of going to Lauren. Like it's 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 two sides of that coin because people are gonna go, but Lauren Hill is late and cancels on shows yep. so much that people are going. People are reluctant to going, and that's been a topic of discussion for shit almost past, a decade yeah, or longer. Yeah. See. That's why I'm glad I'm on this podcast because I never knew that. Yeah, it's because yeah. whenever I went and saw uh, Lauren Hill, even when we were in the crowd, like when she did that tour with Nas, um, when we were in the crowd, people were like, man, I hope this bitch is going to show up. Like people yeah. were literally saying that in the crowd waiting for her to come on. She is notorious for like, Is she actually going to show up? Should I even buy any tickets because... Because I don't know if she's gonna show up or not. That's why, like, you, if you go listen to that Nas song on uh, the King's Disease Two that yep, they she, dropped last year, she addresses year, it. Yeah, she said that on that song that she is on. I forget what the name of the song is, but she mentions like how people talk about she's not showing up to a show and she says she's doing more important things like healing or some shit like that. Yeah, I mean, people will be like, "Oh, she must not be showing up because she got to get her chakras aligned." Or her energy's off, so she's not showing up to the show. Like people clown the fuck out of her. Yeah, for that. As an artist, man, that gotta suck, yo. How how people are actually genuinely, you know, you know, I won't say giving their last to come see you, but you know, people are going out their way to come see you, and then you just don't don't show. Yeah, and I mean, and that's a big deal because some people, like, as for some people, it may not be a big deal, but, you know, to go and spend money on a show or whatever and go, but some people really have to plan to do shit like that. Like, they got to get someone, they got to get babysitters, they got to, you know, pay for that, they got to, you know, they got to get the time off of work, or they, you whatever it may be, like, some people really do go through the ringer to go through a show, and then all the extra stuff that goes on with the show, like, pay for parking, pay for drinks, pay for, you know, food, pay for just anything, like, there's a lot that goes into that, and then for you to not fucking show up like that's a slap in the face imagine if i flew out to colorado and Ari didn't show up i was just about to say that man i hate Ari for the rest of my life and <laughs> she already got out there now i'm mad she didn't show up but to know that what she wore for us was so fucking conservative i'm mad at Ari. Ari, i'm mad at you y'all because i've been looking at these goddamn other goddamn shows this conservative stuff is like Touching my soul. I love you. Okay. Oh my <laughs> god. This nigga went through every emotion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh my god. All right. Most most the most streamed rap albums now. So it is question. Hi. 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 So it's a uh, question mark or question by XXX Tentacion with seven point. Hold up. Wait, 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 wait. Eating it? No. 
Nah, oh, that's Tev. That's Tev Jr. Oh, that's Tev. I was about to say, put Eaton in there. I'm mad at her. <laughs> Act like she didn't want to talk to me while I was there. No, she don't want to talk to nobody. Did she talked to Dad. Nah, he faking. No, nah, she did it. <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 no. He talked to Marley. Yeah, he talked to Marley. He got the he whole word. But like he was yeah. like, all they know is the word no. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So XX uh Tentacion 7.9 billion. Scorpion, Drake Scorpion, 7.8 billion. Drake View, 7.1 billion. Travis Scott Astro World six billion, Juice World GB and GR five point eight billion, XXX Tentacion seventeen, that's at five point four billion, Kendrick Lamar Dan five point one billion, More Life Drake five point five billion, sorry just five billion not five point five, um, Pop Smoke, uh, SFTSAF I don't know what that album is but Superstars on the Moon yeah I think that's the, whatever that is. Um, four point seven billion. Lil Uzi, Love Is Rage, two four billion. Juice <coughs> World, Legends Never Die, three point nine billion. Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy, three point seven billion. Travis Scott, Birds in the Trap, three point five billion. Eminem, Show, three point five billion. J Cole, twenty fourteen, Forest Hills Drive, three point four billion. Juice World, Death Race for Love, three point two billion. Kanye, The Life of Pablo, three point two billion. Drake Take Care, three point two billion. TDE, Black Panther, three billion, and Kendrick Lamar, GK, Good Kid, Matt City, three billion. See that list is a lot better. I don't know all this XX and Juice World on here. No, thank you. RIP to both hey, of them. You got to you got to remember. I don't <laughs> understand why, but when them niggas came out. The whole culture was in a depressive mood. Nah, that's facts, though. That's facts. So I, that. I, I completely understand why they are up there. Yeah. Uh, X, 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 X been dead, but uh, my man's Mikayo fucks with him hard. Mm-hmm. And he got down four years old, five, six, seven. He's seven years old. Fucks with X hard. Uh, goddamn Jonay, I'm driving to her to school looking listening to X. Yeah. I I couldn't wait till she got out the car. <laughs> like that that goddamn eight minute drive of her picking her favorite X like verses was fucking horrible. <laughs> mm. <laughs> horrible, yo. I remember when Pac died, yo. I didn't I didn't listen to Pac like that. <laughs> like when Pac died, I wasn't like, oh I gotta listen to him. X and goddamn Juice World died, yo. Niggas was like listening, listening. That's I mean, true, we didn't fuck really... with we didn't fuck with Tupac. We fucked with Tupac like that, but we really didn't jump on a Tupac wave. But every time he came out with a Machiavelli, I think they own like probably Machiavelli one sixty eight now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I stopped. I stopped listening about Machiavelli forty. You know, I stopped. <laughs> I couldn't keep up with the music. You know what I'm saying? So. But yeah, yo, it, it seemed like when Juice World and X died, yo, the world was in a depression. Like depression was cool. Being depressed was cool. I didn't know what depression was. I didn't know just because you didn't get your Christmas present, it was okay to be depressed. No, that's not depression. That's man, that's, that's I'm telling you, that's what's selling though. That's what's making people depressed these days. Not getting what you want, not getting your way. Nah, I I would say people don't know. I do think a lot of people don't know what depression is. 
don't. Son, I'm telling. I, 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 not, I, I don't disagree you. with you. I know I'm not disagreeing. No, 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 with no. You. That's what I'm saying. People are taking depression the wrong way. Just because you don't get your way, you shouldn't be in a depressed mood. Like I know people who life is great, but quote unquote because they don't get their way, or quote unquote because their life is not according to their path, they're depressed. And I be wanting to tell people, I don't understand how you say that. You got a job making sixty, well, that, seventy thousand dollars a year. Depression can come from anywhere. Like, but that's that, what I'm saying, though. You are you are letting outside factors depress you. No, I say this for instance, yo. Both of our parents, man, they lost their mom. People get depressed over their family dying. My dad lost Uncle Mike. They could, it, and their lives are great. Your dad's life, my mom's life, their lives are great, but they could be depressed, son. Like they got good jobs, they got good okay. family, okay. all that shit. You could be depressed. Is, is it is it depression or are you emotional? That's depression. If they can't, if no, they, no. Separate, separate the two. No, it de- separate the two. No, you can be depressed. I'm not. You're talking about just being. I'm not talking about just being emotional because you're thinking about that person or whatever. I'm saying like people they they feel in a funk and they feel like they're faking their emotions. All the time after that, that is being depressed. Man. Okay, so hey, I'm glad. Well, this is probably not even the bright pod. This should be a Wednesday pod. But the way I look at depression, you're looking at depression and you're looking at emotional. That's 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 my thing. No, they both uh, can exist. One one way. Hold up, hold up. One way that I look at this is a diagnosis type thing. So. Uh, nowadays, I'm just let's just let's just switch it a little bit. Nowadays, it's not you being obese anymore, right? It's you being diabetic. My thing is with the the whole depression and emotional thing. Like they 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 had to classify a certain way to push the the meds out to you. I know a lot of people who my. Let's 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 use my grandma. I won't even say let's just use my grandma. You know what I'm saying? She self I don't want to talk I don't I don't want to say that. What I'm going at is our our family was grown up on eating horrible, horribly. Fried food, everything, right? Not once back in then that time frame, it was called diabetes. You was just overweight. If you was overweight, you was just overweight. You was just fat. These days, all of a sudden, I've never heard somebody say you're obese. First thing out their mouth is you're diabetic. That's the same way I feel with depression and emotional. You can't be you when you try to classify them both as the same entity, you make it worse than what it is. Depression is one thing. Emotional is another thing. When you classify emotional because somebody passed away as depression, you're taking away your being a human being as being emotional. Just because you break up with somebody doesn't mean you fall into a deep depression. You're emotional. And these days, it's I break up with somebody, I'm fucking depressed. No, you're emotional. Your emotions is taking over your body. Depression to me is completely different. I feel that depression is the 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 
the uh, not being able to cope with your emotions. See, that's why I think you need to separate the two. They tried to combine them. That's what I'm saying. Everybody used that word depression loosely, yo. And then next thing you know, it's postpartum depression. Then it's military combat depression. You know, uh, like even the people in Chicago that's watching somebody getting their brains blowed out beside them. You're not even actually getting the right diagnosis of depression because people are saying you're emotional. You are technically depressed because you just seen a traumatic event happened right before your eyes so let's just be able to classify the people the right way instead of combining shit that like i i just can't see combining depression all up into one category emotions need to be one category and depression need to be a, a its own separate entity once you combine them both both you weaken one of them but if your emotions can, like, if you just break up with somebody or somebody break up with you and you're already, it makes you depressed, to me, that's not the same. You're just in that emotional state. Because if you find somebody else, are you still depressed or was it just your emotions? But what if you're still depressed? Just even if you find somebody else that happens. If you people. find somebody else, so then you need to leave that person because your void that you're trying to fill for that traumatic event is that person. But I mean, that's what if all that, depression is. You're all, you're trying to fill so, everything, every relationship you have, no matter whether it's romantic or friendship wise, you're trying to fill a void and you're trying not to be depressed. That's your emotions that's making you depressed. That I don't I don't believe that. You're you're con- I feel like you're connecting it more with emotional the emotions as opposed to the emotions actually have uh, depression actually being a thing. You're essentially kind of just negating it because people have emotions. I feel like you can have emotions and be depressed. You're saying your your interpretation of depression is that you can't have emotions and be depressed. You gotta separate, you gotta just be depressed with no emotion. That's how you're basically no, saying no, no, it. No, 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 I'm saying don't let a situation of your emotions. But your emotions you... can lead to you being depressed, though. Like, okay. Just like, so, like, like so with, how, the, with okay. the grandma. So example. how do you get out of depression? I don't know. I don't um, think yeah, I've and, ever really been depressed. And that's what I'm saying. I'm we talking don't about have me. A, no, I'm saying we don't have a direct definition or how to cope with depression because everything is based off emotions. This is the thing though. I will, I will say this real quick. Like you say, you say like with the obese, we were called obese at first and now we're being diabetic. I'll say this though, like cancer, for instance, people could have been dying from cancer way back then, but they didn't know it was cancer. It's not till the technology catches up that you can say it's cancer. So depression is a buzzword Technically now, because, yeah, we have a word for it. We have a diagnosis for this condition. That doesn't Cancer mean that people diagnosis. that doesn't mean yes. that people weren't depressed ever in society until now. No, it's no, just no, that no, they no, didn't, no. They saying, didn't diagnose I'm not that. Saying, I'm not saying depression doesn't exist. I'm saying a lot of people who think they're depressed because their relationship didn't work. I feel that it's not depression. That's just your emotional being right now. That's what I'm saying. So if you if you look at a lot of people like this world, it can't be so depressed. I think that you're emotional that when artists like X 
rap a song about his emotions, you you uh, adapt, you you agree with it, and just because they're quote unquote depressed, you're depressed. That's that's what I'm saying. I just don't. I I don't know. I don't know. I I don't agree with how quote unquote the labeling is 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 coming because you can't you can't uh i don't know i'm biased i will say I, this I, I, I could I, I could be biased because i know people who's who've seen uh trauma that really make them depressed but, see, but now i same, think you're, you're measuring wait, trauma but in the, exactly that's what i'm saying i could be biased because in the same instance just because somebody have a baby and their body don't snap back, that could be considered depression too. So I could be biased with my opinion, but I just feel like emotions play a good part. And instead of people just being like you, instead of you diagnosing people with being emotional, we throw that word depression out loosely to where I feel that the people who are depressed can't actually get the treatment that they need yeah, but because so, that word depression is thrown out there so loosely to everybody. So are you, but the people that you believe that are depressed, they're, they don't have those same emotional triggers. No, 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 no. Cause it, uh, what I, what I go through and if, if I go through something and you go through something just because we handle it differently, you know what I'm saying? My, my what what could affect me probably won't affect you and what affects you probably won't affect me i this is just me i'm just saying this is how i feel about how they uh that that word the depression is uh loosely thrown out there yeah i'll say this too though real quick and we can we can go to vibes of the week i think i think the society we are in today is why you hear a lot more about depression like Older, older generations, they kind of just farmed and lived off the land, blah, blah, blah. But being in a capitalistic society and you're talking about rent is this high, but your job is paying you this much. So a lot of people got to work two or three jobs and then they're single moms and and then they got school as well because they're trying to get the better job and do the better life thing. Like it's a lot. It's a lot on everybody's plate job where everything is going up, but people are losing jobs. AI is being created. AI is going to take over. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit happening out here. It's not just you can you can guarantee that you can get yourself a job. You can guarantee that you can feed your family and survive. That's not regular anymore. So I feel like that's another reason why depression just like is taking off, I guess. But vibes of the week, though. What y'all got? Um, <clears throat> I have Jordan Ward and Gwen Bunn three eleven. Tav, you got anything? Yeah. Oh, actually, I do. I got um Marvin Gaye. What's going on? DJ, uh, give me a second. It's gonna be off the tank joint though. I'm, I'm gonna ride a tank wave. All right. So, uh, I'm, 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 I'm thinking Gangsta's Paradise. Did we put that up there last week? Did you pick that? 
No. No, you pick fake love. Yeah, you don't only pick Tink last week. Yeah, Gangs of Paradise. And then next week it's going to be new niggas, so don't even ask me. I'm like, yeah. Well, you're still going to have to you. tell us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to be like, ooh, EJ remembered. Like, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you said that before, and guess what? Right. You changed it the next exactly. week. Damn. Hey, stop calling me out. What is this? <laughs> hey, so this gang up on EJ because I got a different opinion Bruh, about the Nobody pressure. is gang no. up on you. Shots at me. Damn. No. I know I was 30 minutes late, but damn. Wow. We about right. to be on somebody's TikTok. <laughs> All right, my my vibe of the week is Masego Eternal Sunshine. That for that's sure. Beautiful. I love that song. Favorite song on the album. That's definitely that's already in contention for a song. That, like that's one of my favorite songs of the year already. I love that song. Oh shit! Hands down. I what already track? know what, what it number is. is that? That's it's the, the last, last song. You was hating on it. Yeah, you you was the only it. one that didn't like it. Everybody else was like, yeah, that's, we fuck with that. You hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going to cross <laughs> good life and live tech. No. Y'all trying to but actually, hey, but actually, if you, hey, if you guys still made it this far in the pod, y'all go peep episode 74.5. Uh, that is the Masego listening. So, you know, if you haven't peeped any of our listenings, we actually go through and listen to the album track by track. And we like discuss it as well between the tracks. So we did that mistake listening on Friday, Thursday, if you're in Colorado. But we did it the day it came out. And it's out now, though. So that is the good yeah. life spelled and then, G-O-O-D-B. And then people the one, two before that, the Tink listening, where I was the only one that was, you know what I'm saying, yeah. with it. So we got, yeah, we do a bunch of listening. So we got, right now we got the Well, Masego. you weren't really uh, bobbing with it that much, uh, yeah, EJ, on either. the Tink one. You were like, oh, this album. Album's horrible. Yeah, you were like, like you weren't. No, and you came in here to listen to it. Like, and let right. them hear it. <laughs> you know but yo, we did, we did, we did Masego. We have done Tink. We did um, who we do? Smino, Absol, SZA, Drake, and Drake, Drake and Twenty One Savage. We did Drake for yeah, Certified Drake. Lover Boy. We did Kendrick, and then we did one more. Oh, Silk Sonic. I don't think the Silk Sonic and the Drake one are not up though on this stuff, but every all the other ones you can find them. They're usually half episodes, so somewhere in the point fives. I put it in the description too, though. But we we got a bunch of listenings. We're gonna do a bunch more this year, so tune in to the good life. Make sure you got some time on your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Clean your whole house. <laughs> Deep clean it. Clear your goddamn schedule. Hey, we're gonna bless y'all with some a couple bonus episodes this month because we doing our top fifty Femsies. Uh, list as well so you you get to hear some of our discussion on how when we come up with this uh, ranking so oh that's the vibe check and the check cleared that's yeah that's that's been the slogan forever you ain't gonna throw and tell whatever that that snippet that you gotta uh, tell I ain't nah man I don't have the nah. thing set up right now I'm gonna get it set up again here soon oh alright yeah Next time I'm gonna, next time I'm gonna have it back ready. Next episode. So hold to that mic. I bet. I appreciate it. All right, though. I'll holler at y'all. We'll let y'all go.